Cute. Cute. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome to another episode of Getting Literate. <laughs> I'm Julia. I'm Katie. Um, and we're actually here in person today. Oh my god, wow. We're in the same room as it's each so other. It's so cute. It's, it's a moment. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird and we're having a hard time figuring out the audio, so we'll see how this goes. We'll um, see how this goes. Bear with us. Thanks. I'm going to put a disclaimer that I'll cut out later if I don't need to use it, but the audio quality might be weird. Might be a weird moment. Please just fucking deal with it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. We're Thank you. We don't use this real studio. So, sorry. It's just Katie's backyard. Hi. <laughs> um, what are we reading? We were reading Fahrenheit 451 this week. Yes, we were. Because you've never read it. I've never read it. Okay. I mean, I have now. I mean, yeah, now you I have. did Thank read God. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely read it. No, I have thoughts and feelings and things to I say. I was the one who finished it today. Yeah, you um, were. You're cutting it close, folks. It's cute. It's fine. It's great. Um... Mm. What, what are we drinking? drinking? Yeah. So many drinks. Oh, oh my god, Wow. When our audio is actually synced for the first time, because oh we're in person my god. and we're on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No lag, ladies, until my brain when starts buffering. When our audio is synced, me, like our voices are actually just on the same fucking time. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> our audio is synced, you guys. Um, <laughs> we're drinking Fireball. Check out our TikTok. Yeah, we're drinking TikTok. Fireball and, and cider. cider. And cider. And maybe later we might be drinking Fireball and Diet Coke, but I Stay don't tuned. know about that. We'll see. We'll see. And fireball, because we're reading Fahrenheit 451. And it's about and setting books on fire. Literally what is. is it about, Julia? More than that, probably. I was about to start reading the summary for the Penelope ad. Oops. Same book. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use that uh, voice you taught me. Fahrenheit 451 is a 1953 dystopian novel by American writer Ray Bradbury that presents a future American society where books are outlawed and firemen burn any that are found. The book's tagline explains the title as the temperature at which book paper catches fire, comma, and burns, end quote. Colon not semicolon full colon <laughs> the oh, the no. auto ignition temperature of paper okay the lead this. character guy montag is a fireman who becomes disillusioned with his role of censoring literature and destroying knowledge eventually quitting his job and committing himself to the preservation of literary and cultural writing we love literary and cultural writing mm, we love it that's yeah. that's literally dystopian classic. It's a moment. It's a vibe. It's a time. It's a time and a half. It strikes very dear to my heart, very near and dear to my little heart. I love, I love books. You. I love libraries. We all know this about me. Yes. Okay. So, want to know something funny? Did you just see my my guess? I didn't down see on my little your guesses. Okay, I can't read. My glasses are not on my oh, head. I mean, they're on my head. Wonderful. They're not on my eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I. I had this little joke and I was like, do I say it, do it in person? Because she could hit me now. So yeah, no, it's kind of scary. Sorry, my rings are out. Um, yeah, I, I think you rated it 4.51. <laughs> Get out of my home, leave my house, leave the city, and never come back. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. What's so funny is that you're actually right. <laughs> I mean, not about the point, the point five one, but the four point five. Yes, I think it's funny. Yeah. I think I'm very funny. I think I'm you are very hilarious. hilarious. Mm-hmm. You're so funny. <laughs> I just love Firefly. That's cute. cute. I love being so outdoors. Woo! <laughs> Congratulations, you get us like this. Um, Aren't you lucky? Yeah, but yeah, I did rate it four point five. I did rate it four point five. I think you're gonna give it four stars. 
Am I wrong? You're very wrong? wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. It's two and a half. <gasps> no, you yeah. hated it? I love this. Okay. This oh my god. I had so many texts that I drafted and I was about to send to you and I was like I have to blindside her in her you own do. home yeah you do so I literally have like drafts that I copied and pasted to my notes app and I was oh, like god bless fuck you Katie why did you make me read this like no, just I can't kidding. believe this I can't believe this I know I can't believe it either because I really love the beginning mm-hmm. and then we got to act three and I was like I want to fucking scream it okay so what were your best then we'll get into your worst I feel like act three is going to be on your worst but what's, <laughs> yeah. on your, what's on your best <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh wait I just uh, like act oh, one was a, how many do I have to drink two I have to drink two you have to drink two <gasps> oh, no too many too, too um many. act one was like four and a half for me and act two was like a three for me and then act three was like a two mm. it was okay like, and, and I got to 2.5 at the end so it was like fine act three you redeemed yourself but anyway yeah what I liked you, I think you have to drink at this point because I'm gonna say I liked the okay. writing. <laughs> I that's I think that's a new rule drink. is whenever you what have the writing on your best, it's yeah, a drink. It's a drink. And congratulations, really you get to drink every episode. Congrats. Congrats. Well, I tried last week not to. The writing wasn't good. Yeah, the writing wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, um, so the writing. Yeah, I'm gonna do read. The quote. Do the quote. Do the quote. I have a quote for you. Do the quote. A cultural and literary moment. She had a very thin. Okay. I'm going to use my white bitch voice. She had a very thin face, like the dial of a small clock seen faintly in the dark room in the middle of the night when you waken to see the time and see the clock telling you the hour and the minute and the second with a white silence and a glowing all certainty and knowing what it has to tell of the night passing swiftly on toward further darknesses, but moving also towards a new sun. Sorry. God, that's wonderful. Reading with bad quote is good. No, the quote is good. The quote is great. The quote is good. I liked the writing sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's, yeah. Something a lot. I like Clarice. Mm. She was a moment. Cheers, drink. Kia. Cheers. Cheers. You get so many clinky noises this episode. It's ASMR. Welcome to our podcast. Um, okay, and Act 3 also did make... Oh, I just... Sorry. I had a really big cinnamon sip, and it Oof. totally... Ooh, yeah. Mm, yeah. People's kindness in Part 3 was refreshing because part three made me want to rip my eyeballs out mm, um yeah. so yeah like the milk apple and pear the men on the train tracks that was a fun moment oh yeah. so sorry yeah I can't the men on the train tracks were a fun moment um mm-hmm. i think you have to drink again because the ending was on my okay best. i wanna i'm not gonna complain i'm no, not no, gonna complain so sad. yeah the ending was on my best because it was really nice i like mm-hmm. the idea of like a living library i like the idea of any library actually you have a quote for me. I do have a quote for you because okay, so the, I loved the ending. I loved the ending. I love the idea of a living library. It is like yeah, my that favorite part is fucking cute. thing. Is like, and they're like, oh, do we have an Ecclesiastes? And they're like, yeah, we do. He lives here. And I'm like, that's so adorable. That is fun. It's very um, Station Eleven vibes. Yes, very yeah. much so. Very much so. Um, and then also part of the ending, I guess, is this quote from Granger's grandfather because he's talking about his grandpa. Fuck, he's Granger. one of the. He's the. He's a uh, train he, man. He's one of them. He's the philosophies. Oh, who is he? He's the guy he's who does. A bitch boy. He's, he's, Pla- he's Pla- Plato. Ugh, he's a bitch boy. I like. He's Plato's Republic. Um, but he's one of the train men. I've been talking for a long time, and it's like I'm not even on my like second of my best. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not even on my second drink, and I was like, I think we passed that. It's my third. <laughs> of the night. It's fine. It's fine. We started with tequila. We're only we're only ramping up. Woo. Um, but just this one quote. 
Cloak. <laughs> a cloak. We love a cloak. I'll hold the mic for you. Thank you. Um, when we forget how close the wilderness is in the night, my grandpa said, someday it will come in and get us, for we will have forgotten how terrible and real it can be. Ooh. You see? And that one kind of that, hits. That hit. Because climate change is a thing. And it's scary. It's very scary. And I just thought that that was, after publishing this book in 1953, very poignant. Because, yeah, if we do forget about it, it will come and get us. And look at where we are now in 2021. The ocean yeah. is on fire. Yeah. There's heat great. waves. There's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I like Clarice, and I specifically like the way that Clarice was portrayed. Por- portrayed. She was so fun. She I was really great. Liked her. I really liked her. She was a lot. Great. Just the way that she was written about, even. He wasn't like, and she had yeah. be- great, and she, she was like 17, so like it would have been weird. It, uh, you know, male authors are male authors, and that's why we don't read them. <laughs> But <laughs> let's call her 18. We know she was lying about her age. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She was not a minor. No, she was 16. She was lying up. She was lying up. I thought she was lying down. No, she said, I'm 17 and insane. Well, actually, I'll be 17 in a month. Um, yeah. So, no, she was a minor. She was a minor, everybody. Gross. Um, anyway. But you know how male authors are like, you, you know, know how big, be. beautiful tits bounced into the room ahead of her. Like, it's like a whole thing. And then they just. That's didn't not do a that. quote from this book. No. Because they didn't specifically mention anything physical, really, except no. the fact that she was, like, like a clock. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so just picture that. That was her body shape and type. Yeah. Yeah. But she yeah. had hands, guys. <laughs> she had hands. And, like, a and face. And a face. And chin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy. But, yeah, I quite like that. I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah, what were your worst? If it, tell me it was Zachary. I'll drink if it's Zachary. Oh, no. So sad. Tell me it's Zachary. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like, I already, yeah, it's... You aren't surprised. No, I'm not. I'm making so, these rules up so I can drink. Act three, specifically, that guy being burned alive, mm-hmm. that whole moment, the mm-hmm. whole, I was like, so, yeah. I, I put the book down. I was like, I can't read this. I'm so lot. mad. I was like, it was Thursday and I was like, do I save this for the train? Because yeah. I was so mad and I was like, no, I have to finish it, but I'm pissed and I don't want to. Um, <laughs> when Mildred had her friends over and Montag... Drink. Yeah, is trying whole, his hardest yep. to exposing him, himself. Yeah, I called it the poetry slam because <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, but fuck. I'll the second Ann and Marison, the 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 yeah. Um, anxiety. Just, the second yeah. anxiety. The second ang- anxiety. The oh my Sheer god. Oh panic. my god. The fight or flight that got activated. Oh, it was awful. Can you say something so I can drink? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was terrible, and I do. Yeah, my hand I think it's hilarious that he was like, "Let me read your poetry. <laughs> Let me read you some fucking poems." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stop um, adding great. us at this point. Oh no, absolutely, one hundred percent. Shut up! Shut the fuck up and let me read your poems. <laughs> I'm gonna quote this book now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh huh. Um. I'm so con- I'm so confused by the world, and they don't describe it enough. Katie, help! Katie, help! Please, Katie, help! I don't understand. Mm. Katie, help! <laughs> that was yeah, I know it lives a like draft a text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world is a fever dream. I was mm-hmm. like, fourth wall. That's so funny. She's talking about a play, and they want to buy a fourth wall. And I was like, haha. And then I was like, no, they want to buy a fourth wall because all their walls are TVs. All their walls are TVs. Don't understand. I am. Yeah, I don't understand. I kind of appreciate it. It's very small. I find it really hard to read. I do agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I, do I don't know that. how I read it as a baby. Well, that's the thing is I read it when well, I was 13. So baby. baby. Bedtime story. Yeah, basically. Um, no, I was 13 and I was reading it and I kind of thought I understood it. And then like read, like looking back on it, I was like, oh, I must not have like read that properly or I'm misremembering it because that was the last time I read this. I was 13 years old. 
and I like don't remember it very clearly. Like I can't picture anything that happened. That's gonna be a lot of noise. Um, I know, <laughs> but I really wanted to make it. Sorry. Oh, it was really quiet, wasn't it? It was quiet. That's okay. I can make things louder. I'm good at GarageBand. Yeah. So I was 13 when I wrote this for the first time, yeah. and looking back on it, I was like, oh, I must be like misremembering or like just like not remembering things because it has been almost a decade since I last read this book. And I can't picture anything that happens. And I was, I'm reading it. I'm like, I can't fucking picture anything that happened. <laughs> um, because it's written so, like, it's all metaphor. Yeah. And I love it. But it's hard to read. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, only 100 pages. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah. There's yeah, a lot it's packed into those long. hundo pages. Yeah. Which I, I, I love that. I love that. I love it. I just didn't like some of the stuff that was packed in. Yeah. Like, I liked the first two acts. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm going to expose myself and start going crazy. And then oh, yeah, no, he was a little intense. Act three. He, just a dad. He was a little, he was a little, he was a little quirky. Yeah. He was just in a silly goofy mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Is those your worst? Did you even say that? Or you no, just yeah, commented my, on Okay, mine? no, my worst was the poetry slam. My worst oh. was the poetry slam by far. Because, oh, my it's God, so the secondhand oh panic. Holy shit. It's awful. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Um, and I also, uh, not to be like, let me find you another quote. But I let me just read. I love my reading voice. I actually do love yeah. your reading voice, so. Thank, well, thank you. Thank you. I just have to find it. And I think it's when he's talking to Mildred. Um, Fuck Mildred. She almost made my worst. She almost made my worst. I really hate her. Oh, my God. I'm drinking to that. I yeah. fucking hate Mildred. Millie, fuck off. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Oh, God. She was terrible. She was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe I can't find it, but I think they're talking about books and how important they are and things like that. And, like, what is the point of reading of writing a book? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, where is it? What did I do with it? She was know. such a bimbo. She was, like, the epitome of bimbo. Yeah, but, like, words. But, like, like not terrible. a fun bimbo. It's just, like, a... It's just really upsetting. She was like a Karen-y bimbo, which is very conflicting. Yeah, it was really upsetting. <laughs> I was like, shut up, girly. I hate yeah. you. Let me, fuck, it's like after he's like given her all of the books and he goes, what's the point? Why do you have to read a book? So that was actually really funny when she was like, you only have one book, right? And he just ripped out a pile. He, he had like 20 and it's the whole like, time you're set up to think. <laughs> stuff. And it's like us coming back from the bookstore. He only bought one, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't have a stack. It's fine. It's great. It's good. Don't want her to talk. <laughs> it's good. I have no idea. But he just is, like, talking about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, all of these men, men write books, and men do, I don't know. It was published in the 1950s. That's what I'm kind of getting at. They just constantly are referring to authors as men and only male authors. <sighs> which was annoying. That sucks. Although this is one of the few male perspectives of male author books that I do quite enjoy and quite love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the lecture from, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Beatty, Beatty, the fire captain. Oh, that was brutal. Oh, it was that so was much talking. It was so much. And it made me so anxious. It was so stressful. It was so stressful. It was so much talking. Uh-huh. And I imagine them screaming. Yeah. And yeah, he's quoting. Yeah. But I'm like, is are those real quotes? Is he misquoting? How does he know these quotes? Also, how does he know these quotes? I'm fully yeah. convinced that he was like on their side, but like he just didn't know how to do it. Yeah, and also he was like, he was like, this was too public, too public and you intense. fucked up, yeah. Montag. So like you have to you have be to. publicly mm-hmm. figured out. Yeah. But it was a time. No, I definitely think Beatty was on their side. He was definitely like a living person. Um 
Yeah, he knew not, all no, of Sorry, not things. a living person. He was obviously living a living library. He yeah. knew so many quotations. He knew so guess. many quotations. And then Monte was like, I will simply bring you alive. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay, cool. Bonner, that was the worst part of the book for me, and I have draft text that I didn't send you. I it was said, an awful thing to read. I'm going to yarf. Yarf is all in caps. I'm going to yarf. <laughs> I'm going to yarf reading this book. Oh, my God. I can't read gore. I hate it. Katie, what the fuck? Katie, what the fuck? I'm yeah, yarf. that's fair. That's fair. And another one is, why did you like this do you even like this it's like a page did you trick me into thinking i like this did not you even. know do you even know me i hate this oh my god I'm, this is not fun it's literally ah. a half a page like 100 pages in i'm just telling you the feelings the thoughts the moments i was, I was like you don't hit send don't hit send you like attributing this whole book to being like horror gore and it's like a half of the page where he burns somebody alive and everything else is like i was and, like, going slowly. to yeah if i'm glad i did not save that for the train because i was facing backwards and i would have yeah. grown up into you my mask <laughs> That's oh, okay. it was just like ugh. It was like ugh. ugh. Yeah, it was icky. It was icky. I will. Yeah, it was half a page. It was half a page. It was like, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot for half of a page for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it wasn't just the gore. It was like the stress. The stress was insane. Like that was just so. Yeah. Like usually I like tea, but that was the second hand. Like it's not because it's not just Montag. It's life going up in flames. It's Mildred's His too, and we hate, Mildred, we hate Mildred. But also just. Ugh. I hate well, and then the fact that like afterwards he walks away and he's like trying to run away and he realizes that he wanted to die, like Mm -hmm. Beanie wanted to die, Uh and that's why he kept egging him on and like that's why he was like, oh yeah, no, you're holding like the fire hose, which isn't a real fire hose. It's not like a water hose. It's got fire coming out of it. Yeah, Um, fire gun, fire gun, the fire gun in his hand, flamethrower is what they're called yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and he's like oh why are you antagonizing me and then he walks away from the burned body and goes oh because because he wanted me to kill him because he probably would have been investigated afterwards um and found to have probably a library in his home probably because you don't just know that many quotes you can't you can't you can't and like oh just like that's a bad way to go it's a bad way to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think he must have hated Montag because Montag was a bitch boy and he was not subtle at all. And also, yeah. like, he was probably like, I want Montag to have to live with this forever. That's kind of like a bold thing to do is like, I'm going to kill myself. It's like, I, I, <laughs> what would you do if you saw this? I would kill myself in front of you all to change the trajectory of your lives. Like, <laughs> what is that? Who would do that? <laughs> yeah. Jinx. So, cheers. I'll drink to that. Um, he was a moment. And I oh, you know what else I hated about this book? What? Not because no, like I okay, I love this. I love this book. I really do think it is one of like the greater works of dystopian fiction. I agree because I also hate dystopia. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good. Like it's like it's a real good. world. I really liked reading it. I just really hated reading. It feels it also. far too close to us. Yeah. Like. Me listening to, or not me listening, but, like, me reading about Mildred and how she, like, can't fall asleep and how she always has, like, something playing in, like, her little ear earbuds. And <laughs> her AirPods. The fact, yeah, her AirPods. <laughs> and me thinking about the fact that I, like, have to listen to the Calm app every night before I go to bed <laughs> if I'm falling asleep sober. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, goodbye, oh, Julia's glasses. Hmm, R.E.P. They're fine. It's fine. I don't need to see. Yeah, it's okay. You don't need to read anymore. We finished this book. You're done. Your education's Excellent. finished. Thank you. Yeah. This has been an episode. I'm getting letter at. I'm Julia. I'm Katie. And we're still here because I want to talk the more. Fuck up. I know. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what the fuck I was saying. I hate you for this one. Seal shit. You calm out. Calm out. Calm out. Calm out. Calm out. It was like it hit too close to home. I was like, oh, girly, no, you don't listen to music to fall asleep. Don't say that. <laughs> say psych. Um, please say psych. Please Ray. say psych. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it hit it way too close to home. Um, as far as like real world shit, I'm like, oh, I yeah. could see this happening, uh-huh. which is unfortunate because we basically already are there. It's just not as, like, intense. Um, but yeah. we're ramping up. We're ramping up there. It's fine. Oh, it's see great. There. It's good. See you in the dystopia. Shout out to Cliff's Notes, you know, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to that. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> um, but the yeah. Sparks Notes TikTok is so good. No, I love Sparks Notes. I, I love, love Sparks Notes. So they much. help you parse meaning and they're not intended to replace meaning, but I think Cliff's Notes are intended to replace meaning. Not to like shit on Cliff's Notes. If you want to sponsor us, I love you. But um, <laughs> we'll hype you up. We are basically Cliff's Notes. Yeah. But drunk. <laughs> That's what we should have called this is Drunk Cliff's Notes. That's way too hard for, to say, especially when you're drunk. Yeah, fuck. Drunk Cliff's Notes. Now we're going to I don't remember what I was trying to say. There was something else, and then I got onto the subject okay. of it. Uh, oh, I hated the hound. <gasps> That's I hated out of the hound. Yes, I was hated awful. him. I he almost made my worst. I have a quote. I have a quote. I have a quote. Because mm. you guys, Julia has a quote. I have a quote. <laughs> I I found this um one note I made in the margins, <laughs> and. It's, he felt his smile slide away, melt, fold over, and down on itself like a tallow skin, like the stuff of a fantastic candle burning too long and now collapsing and now blown out. And I commented, leaving a Zoom like. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, yeah, mood, mood. You know that one tweet that was like, you know, when I leave, like when I leave the Zoom call and my smile disappears, I really do feel like a serial killer. And I think about that every. I think about that every time, time I leave a Zoom. Because okay. it's true. My it face true. drops, and I'm like, oh, I was faking emotion. That's terrifying. Ugh. Um, no, so I couldn't find the quote, but it was that That's one okay. thing where it's like, does the mechanical hound think? And it only <gasps> thinks about, like, like mm. we only programmed it to think about killing or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That gutted me. That hurt. It's about robots, right? Like, it's it's a robot, and it doesn't... It has the biases you give it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I'm like... I hate, I fucking, you know that this is one of my bones that I have to pick with, like, people who talk about AI. And oh, my God. I remember that one creative writing class. No, don't even talk to me about oh it. Oh, my God. Ugh. Imagine. Like, Imagine AI, and then they started talking about automation. I know, right? It was like, I... robots will be replacing factory workers. And I'm like, that's because it's, but they yeah. kept saying AI. And I'm like, like that's, not, that's AI. not AI. That is automation. Uh-huh. And it's. Imagine being two software engineering majors <laughs> sitting in a room full of arts majors Imagine and choosing writing. to take a creative writing class oh. as a software engineering major. What are we thinking? Why did we do that? I don't know. But it's one of the bones that I have to pick with people who talk about AI and things like that. Anytime yeah, like, I listen to like an interview about people who who are like researching AI, I'm like, I don't understand why you keep saying, oh, it's just like it happened to be racist. I don't understand, but it, it's become racist. I'm like, because you, you gave it racist gave data. it racist data. You it doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. Oopsie doopsie. Like you're racist. And now it is too. Yeah. You've literally you've made the computer racist. Look at it. You gave it racism. How congratulations. <laughs> Thank We're like, you. we need to work on like making AI less racist. I'm like, no, you need to work on making the teams that build it and the data you give it less racist. You need to not have teams of just straight white men. Honestly. Anyways, robots are scary. And that 
Whorehound was only programmed to kill because uh-huh. the team behind it only wanted it to think about killing, and they were that only thinking so about killing. Also, it's a really fucked up machine, and it was scary. And I didn't it was very like scary. It. I didn't understand it. And when it stabbed Montag at the end, and he was mm. like, "My leg is broken." Yeah, and I, me very dumb, could not understand that it was a metaphor, and I was like, "Why is he running? <laughs> How did that work?" One thing that stood out to me was he was like, "I was afraid to run because what if the loose ankle broke?" And that I am just <gasps> that is a filthy fucking okay, image. Yeah. Like I'm I don't want to think about that in my head. Shut up, Maybe it is a horror gore book. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's that like one scene. It is immediately following the burning of the captain on his front lawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, also shout out to the lady who burned herself down with her house. Ooh, that was brutal. She was great. That was metal as fuck, though. That she was, was Joan of Arc. Cool. Yeah, she was. She was dying on that hill, and I respect it. Oh, God, yeah. They, yeah, Montag was trying to get her out, and she's like, you go. I have a match, bitch. And they all ran. <laughs> Little bitch boys. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously, tragic, sad. We hate to see it, Ugh. but wonderful. Wonderful great piece of writing it was a great little it was a good, it was a good moment a moment good in moment. a book yes yeah yeah huh. um i wrote a thing to ask you yeah are dystopian societies slash people better or worse off if capitalism is not abolished because we've read a couple dystopian lit we have novels what are your yeah. thoughts on this because there's capitalism in this right yeah oh it's all capitalism right yeah. and it's icky and gross no offense um offense but you know yeah not to offense. be biased I'm, i hate capitalists sorry um but it is a communist like you know in 1984 that's more communism right um yeah, yeah. Well, handmaid yeah. socialism i don't know isms but there's no capitalism in like handmaids it, it in like 1984 a... i can't remember 1984. well i mean handmaids is like a theocracy Yes. I wouldn't say that anything really exists under that. Like, I don't know what model of economics to apply to that one because it's not socialism. No. It's not communism. It's not capitalism. I feel like it's feudalism, but instead of crops, it's babies. God, you're right. I think that there's a word for, like, if it's based on, like, your standing, standing in a religion, there's probably, like, a term for that. But I think Mm -hmm. a feudalism but babies is probably as close as we're going to get without having to look it up and I don't want to do that research uh-uh. so um, I think I don't know I'm not sure because I think it depends on the model that you implement and I do think that I think yeah I think you're right 1984 was definitely like it was communism but like you know yeah the wrong way to implement it which is the only way it's ever been implemented which is unfortunate but it's fine well it's hard to implement it yeah, you can't really implement it because people suck. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason capitalism doesn't work because people suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the same reason everything always turns out bad. People suck. suck. Okay, and that has been another episode of Getting Literate. Yeah, I don't know where else to go from there. Um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, no, I think it just depends. Like, I don't. I don't know if that's a judgment call I can make because I really, truly can't even wrap my head around what it would look like in another situation because this one was definitely capitalism driven yeah for sure how can we give you how can we sell you a product i loved that they talked about like jesus christ and they were like yeah he doesn't exist anymore barely which i was like good whatever good (laughs) fine um like (laughs) no one cares if you're like weird little like church mascot is (laughs) still here but it was just funny that he had like he was like I like to brush my teeth with this. Like, it's like, that's hilarious. That is the funniest way to implement Jesus in a society that I've I ever heard. I love how they rewrote the Bible to oh, have right? ads. That was so funny. That's hilarious. That, I was like, 
gutting myself. Like this is the only they burned all the Bibles. The only ones in existence. Product placement. Mm. Yeah. Let's put ads in. It's cute. I think we should do that IRL. We should rewrite the Bible, but with ads. Yeah, and it's give it to TV. like ultra religious people. It's church TV. Like, but it's but ads no, for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but like, don't be a racist, homophobic, selfish dick ads. I wish we could. Oh, wait, that's just the Bible. <laughs> no, wait, that is just the actual Bible. If you probably like parse it for the real meaning. But I'm not going to get into that. It I was kind of, it was more, I know, I hate fireball so fucking much. Um, we're moving on to drink two, everybody. Welcome to drink two. Katie and Julia. It's just Diet Coke. It's just Diet Coke. <laughs> I wish. Um, Please, I'm capping the fireball. I'm scared and sad. Ooh, we love ASMR. We're here in person, so why not? Yeah. That's me, don't worry. Okay, thank God. I saw the amount and I was yeah. like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I know. <laughs> but you can't because you'll be too drunk. <laughs> Poor Julia has to join me this week and then I set the pace. Instead of her being in her own home and getting to pretend like she's drinking as much as I am. <laughs> I never even pretend. I know. But it's okay. <laughs> Just don't vocalize it. And then you let all our listeners, all our, our shout out to you both. <laughs> Hannah, what's your friend's name you were in the book with? Mahela. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hi, and Margaret. And Margaret. And Margaret, of course. Ms. Oh Adeline. God. Ms. Adwin herself. <laughs> we saw no, pictures. This is actually, a, this is a brief little anecdote. This yeah. is hilarious. Okay. What are you, what is the we saw Margaret. She's we our biggest Margaret. fan. We saw her in a bookstore. No, my favorite. I was going to talk about the fact that you have Dion, you have beef with Dion Brand. I didn't realize she was who she was until I after I had the beef with her. That's okay. That's all right. Julie Katie has beef with Dion Brand. Looks up and she's like, "You have beef with that bitch." And I was like, "She's on a wall. How do I have beef with her?" Also, you thought I was talking about Margaret. Yeah, I did. Katie's like, "You have beef with her," and I was I like, "I do." I did see a picture of you with but... the Margaret picture, though. I just don't think the Margaret picture was quite in frame. I tried okay. to take candids. <laughs> Anyways, um, but also, yeah, I like to lie. Um, <laughs> So, no, you do have beef with Dion Brand, though. Like, for real, for real, for real. (laughs) How did we get here? I don't know if theocracy. No. Capitalism. That's a different word. I don't know if capitalism is bad or good for dystopian fiction. I don't know. I do think that it is quite a bit closer to our society in North America as of this moment today. Mm -hmm. Because we're capitalist. I mean, Canada is, like, a little bit more socialist than... United yeah. States of America. But yeah, that's like not hard to be a bit more socialist than them. Yeah. Not even that much more fucking socialist, but it's I know. fine. It's fine. You want to live in Norway? Finland. <laughs> but I don't. Um, <laughs> Just go to camp. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in Finland. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that it's hard to be more socialist, but we are still very capitalist. And so I think that it like hits a little harder when it's this, like when it is like, let's ramp up the capitalism because you know, like it is, like it is just only ramping up. Like it's like, oh, we're just going to like let the fires burn and we're just going to like pretend like it's not The billionaires are like, going to go to space and we're not going to deal with the burning ocean. Yeah. Like totally like the pandemic's over, but like um people in like st- like what's the there's a term and it's not in developing countries like can't get vaccines because we won't sell them to them. That's so silly. But our pandemic is over. Like it's like a it hits a little harder when it's capitalism augmented like that. Yeah. Right. And you can draw closer parallels. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? What's your answer to that question? It's harder to read about. Mm, yeah. Like, I'm, I was thinking more in the terms of, like, on, like, which dystopia would you choose if you got to live in, but, like, to read mm-hmm. about? 
what do you think is like neither it's a dystopia for a reason (laughs) (laughs) that's why i said it wasn't Mm, yeah okay that's why i said that's not what i was asking i misheard you how did i mishear you you're sitting next to me crazy it's the fireball you're right yeah i have the aftertaste and i'm really scared to take another sip it's fine it's fine it's fine you're a big girl you can drink it i will um it's hard to read about I don't like either. <laughs> yeah, I don't like either. I don't like dystopia. No, I like not dystopia. I like utopia, but that's boring. So no, you. The giver. Was that was dystopia. In a utopia. Was, I mean, it was dystopian fiction. Yeah, but it was set in a utopia. Well, they're or always utopia. set in a utopia. That's the whole point of a dystopia. Right. It's, it's a utopia that's gone sour. It's gone sideways. Nope. Whoopsies. We fucked up. Mm. No one could have seen this coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I can't answer that question. But the communist one is a little bit like not right. Okay, you have misrepresented you hate the, the Russians. Facts. Okay, yeah. you're yeah. American. You're writing this during the Cold War. <laughs> There's a right okay during the Cold War. I guess the Cold War he was like also 30 did years. a dystopia. Like he did a capitalism one. I'm thinking of 1984. I'm thinking of Animal Farm. When was that written? I don't know anything. Thank you. We love some pigs are smarter than others. Uh, I need to look that up now, so I'm gonna Pace do that. Googling it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that drink is nicer. Yeah, exactly. My Coke really mellows out the. Why do we keep salmon? talking about 1984? Do we have to read 1984 now because we no. keep talking no. about it so no. much? No, uh-huh. maybe we will. There's though. nothing. Maybe we will. No, I just want to hear more, more of your thoughts. No. 1949. Ew. I don't. Right after no. World War II. I'm not. No. What if I made you, though? 1945 and 1949 was Animal Farm. I would do it because I own it, but I'd hate it for it. I also own 84. I know. I remember yelling at you when I saw it on your bookshelf yesterday. (laughs) 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 Um... Yes, I mean, that's all, like, propaganda. It's all all always propaganda, but... I don't want to read it. We'd have to talk about fucking Julia fucking Wilson. But I just don't even Winston. remember that scene, so. Oh, lucky you. You aren't traumatized by that. I'm so sorry, Julia. My life is just so much better than yours. <laughs> My name is never in a book. Unless it's Fall on Your Knees by Anne Marie McDonald, in which case it's about a lesbian named Kathleen, and I'm just kind of like, cool. <laughs> Except for the fact that that book is deeply traumatic. But it's fine. I don't want to read 1984. So you've just been a bitch this whole time. Yeah, I just like to gaslight. Little brat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was a little scared. I was like, I would, I, I would be unhappy. I don't want to fucking read anything by George Orwell. Oh, thank God. I'd rather oh, die. Oh, Ain't okay. the popcorn bitch. <laughs> no, that's Orville. That's fine. It's That's whatever. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to say i don't want to read 1984 i don't want to read animal farm it's anti-communism propaganda and it sucks and i also but this is no i remember i remember what fahrenheit 451 is my favorite dystopian novel because it is pro-library propaganda (laughs) (laughs) wanna what i will drink to that yeah i'll drink to that i'll drink to that it's a moment it's a vibe it's a time i love it i love it so much we love a library yeah, it is. I th- the writing's really fucking weird. It's murky. It it's hard to envision. It feels like a fever dream when you mm-hmm. read it. I'm like, woo! Which I think is the point. Like, I think it's meant to like mimic like the weird kind of like don't pay attention to your surroundings. Mm-hmm. 
don't think I think it it like describes the world by not describing it but also exactly. it's a very cerebral it will, thing when she talks about in the very beginning when she's like oh a brown blur that's a cow a pink blur that's a rose bush mm-hmm. because you drive you so, drive so you fast. drive so fast and you get jailed if you drive slowly that was I so that's hilarious jail for a thousand years you drive too fast <laughs> jail you drive you too slow slowed? also jail <laughs> jail jail for you um uh, now i have to find you undercooked quote. fish jail. jail also if you overcook also jail straight to jail straight to jail <laughs> i love fred armison i would die for him i would die for him. he's the actor i know who he be i was just thinking i was like gauging my emotions and that's why i took a pause i was like how do you would feel i die for him I, would. I like him i don't think i'd die for him and that's why i was like have i showed you stand up for drummers no we're gonna watch that later tonight that's okay, okay cool um this is just full of good writing so i have too many like notes for me very oh, many highlights um this quote from bd's lecture which i hate i hate bd's hey, lecture hey, hey. you know how i hate it but it's this quote and it's like um the zipper displaces the button and a man lacks just that much time to think while dressing at dawn a philosophical hour and thus a melancholy hour i love that yes i love that because you're right like when you go for convenience you lose the space to for critical thought agree and for contemplation mm-hmm. and it's like yeah no and i just love like having, being alone with your own thoughts yeah and i like it's like i love having a computer in my pocket i hate being alone with my own thoughts but i love having a computer in my pocket but it displaces the moment that i can be alone with my own thoughts yes right and that's why i think the writing is so fucking weird because like you can't you don't have a, a second to think so to operate in like the language that ray bradbury can, you have to go on their wavelength you have to like he's it. such a skilled writer he's so good anyways i was contemplating earlier i shared this thought with you but i'm going to talk about it again um in the about the author bio thing mm-hmm. and he it was like he's the author of like five novels and hundreds of short stories and i'm like fuck that's a lot of time that's a lot of writing no wonder he's so good at it that's a lot of practice that's perfect or maybe he lied sometimes i lie in my author bios i was also telling you about this earlier today sometimes i lie sometimes i misrepresent facts <laughs> Um, so maybe he's lying. He's dead. dead. It's but... like 101. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it was like nine years ago that he died. Like, he's. R.I.P. Joy King. Yeah, 1920 to, to 2012. He had a long life. He was okay. He was on his way out. Good and good. Yeah, he's okay. I think he probably said 2012. I'm going to take off before y'all start introducing like the Apple Watch. I'm good. <laughs> the Mines said this year was a no go, so I dipped. <laughs> God, shout out to that. That, that was, was a moment. A moment. What a time. We talked for a long time, but also not enough. And also... You have to go off. So I have I'm to very go excited off. to sit back, relax, and I hear your thoughts. I kind of already talked about this a little bit, and so that was unfortunate. I stole my own thunder. <laughs> um, Lightning thief. Fuck off with your Percy Jackson bullshit. I love him. I love Percy Jackson. I would never insult him, but also... No, I stole my own thunder. I didn't steal my own lightning. It's a different thing entirely. How dare you? Um, I like Clarice. I okay. Katie doesn't like male perspectives in books. I really. Hate, oh my god! I know. Shut up! I've never heard you. Fun that fact ever. about me: I hate reading men who write about men, yeah. and I kind of hate reading men who write about women. Kind of. I really do. Thank um, you. <laughs> but I don't hear. I hate Mildred. I think that she is a complex person. She's so well done, and she's so well done, and it's so accurate. Yeah. And it's like it's not. 
it's not Ray Bradbury's fault that Montag has such a fucked up perspective. I know I, maybe I'm not a feminist. Because I take personal issue with women authors, but not with male authors. Well, not Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury is a king. He can do no wrong in Ray my Bra- opinion. Ray Bradbury is a king. You've definitely taken a lot of, yeah. like, throwback to the seven deaths episode. Throwbacks to when I said I Margaret Atwood wrote herself into the Testaments. Anyway, mm, yeah. Talk. Anyways, I'm supposed um, to be talking. Yeah. I'm supposed to be drinking. That's okay. Um, you are supposed to be drinking. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I just, I really, I this is like one of the few male perspectives that I can appreciate, and that I can identify with, and one of the female authors that I enjoy reading from. Female. He's male. Is that what you said? Yeah. Few, few male oh, authors. Few male few authors. Male yeah, authors. I just need to enunciate. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm slurring my words because I've had a lot to drink tonight. Yes. Um. Okay. So like the the way that he describes and like I've ta- I, ta- I talked about this earlier. Like the way that most male authors, most male authors. I don't want to misrepresent anything because obviously like I don't read male authors, but like you know, you know how they get. You know how yeah. women are described and like. Uh-huh. I, re- I appreciate the relationship between Guy and Clarice, and I appreciate the way that he sees her and the way that he she is presented to him. Presented to him sounds really bad. But, like, the way that she is described through the narration, I really appreciate. And so, like, this one quote, um, when she, he's, like, first seeing her, and it's not like, oh, her ass was fat. Like, you know, obviously, it wouldn't <laughs> be like this, but, like, her ass was fat and her tits were huge, and we all thought she was really hot. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing um or she was like a slender skinny pretty girl and we all thought she was beautiful like it's not yeah, she, that she had an hourglass waist her waist was the size of two hands put together her tits were the size of watermelons just two and watermelons she had a dunk tr- dump, dump truck ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically yeah so it's not that it's her head was half bent to watch her shoes stir this the circling leaves her face was slender and milk white and, and it was a kind of gentle hunger that touched over everything with tireless curiosity it was a look almost of pale surprise i'm gonna stop there i i love it i love that i love that it's not what is her body like and what is her face like and is she pretty and is she somebody that is like is she fuckable is she she's not an is she fuckable object and i love that because she is presented in terms of like her curiosity about the world and even when he doesn't know that she is a curious person and even when she he doesn't know that she's an intellectual person and that she's somebody who takes note of what's around her and asks why and questions things um and doesn't just buy into the very like fast-paced don't think don't sit with your own thoughts society shit she doesn't live in a society (laughs) um but even when he doesn't know that she's still somehow represented through that lens like she the, the kind of gentle hunger that touched over everything with tireless curiosity like he he manages to represent that without you just get a better sense she's a person she's like an actual person she's a she oh my god a woman who's an actual person written as an actual character who's an in actual personality it's crazy in a book written by a man from the male perspective <gasps> what the fuck right and so i just i love that i love it and i will never i think it's probably one of the reasons why i really love this book and their relationship is good because it's not like gross, obviously. Like she's sixteen, he's like thirty, you know. It's not some like icky little like Lolita bullshit, right? Like it's not I mean, like, shout out to Vladimir Nabokov. Like he he's wonderful and I think he's a great writer. And I think Lolita is a very important book, but it's not that. Like it's not that weird inter- misinterpretation of that kind of relationship. And 
I don't mean to, I think that might sound like I think that uh, like old man child relationship can be misrepresented and it can't, that shit's fucked up. But I just mean like the misrepresentation of that or the misunder, the misinterpretation of that book, it's not here. You don't see that. And you see that in a lot of male authors where you're like, children are sexy. Like that's the, that's the vibe I'm going to throw out into my own writing. Like what the fuck? Why would you do that? I don't understand how people can walk away from that. But anyways, it's fine. It's fine. You don't see that because they even he he works in in like an explicit way where he's like, you make me feel like a father. Like it's yeah. like a very like a like a father paternal. paternal. Like it is not a romantic relationship at all. And they only know each other for like a few weeks, very briefly. She's not even in act two. And still, it's just such a better representation of women and representation of teen girls and like Oh my god, teen girls especially. Yeah, and the and the way that like a teen girl and an older man can interact and have it be a normal fucking conversation and not Mm -hmm. like oh we're gonna sexualize this like we're gonna make it tension you know like it's Mm -hmm. not that and i just i'm so appreciative of it i'm so appreciative of it it's a great relationship yeah i think it's well written it's beautiful yeah yeah hell yeah hell yeah that's my rant i do yeah it's a male perspective that i enjoy and i think part of the reason i enjoy it is because of the way the queries is represented that's my She's done very clean. So clean. So clean. So clean. I yeah. it all. Um, let's drink. You probably need to. I need to take a throat. breath. I need a breather. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I really liked, I didn't have a sticky note because um, we're outside. We're outside. Um, so I only have my little thoughts in my little brain. So Good. you know they're very fleeting, and uh, I forget them all. But I really. <laughs> I liked everything that you said. I was agreeing with everything that you said. And there was a lot of nodding going on. There was a lot of like, yes, Katie, fucking go off. Hell yeah. Um, it's just such a good par- part point. And you just highlighted such a great part of the book. And you gave it the attention it deserves. And I have never studied this in any capacity. That's a lie. In grade 12, I was in this like reading group for like English class. Mm-hmm, and one yes. of the people in my reading group read Fahrenheit 451. But of course, like if you're like like i know i had to build off her conversation like for grade but zoning out once i got my two points in you know what i mean as i always do in a seminar i wait until i can speak i say my little points and then i don't listen again literally yeah i recover from speaking out loud in the classroom yeah i have to reanalyze everything that i said 800 times yeah i have to make sure that (laughs) sometimes i forget to pay attention before i speak and then when i'm talking i'm like no this was definitely something that somebody else said i definitely am bringing up a redundant point great cool cool i feel stupid and then i have to sit in that feeling and i don't listen anymore yeah i'm too busy feeling stupid (laughs) so but that wasn't happening today you brought a great unique awesome point that i've not heard before not considered not that i hadn't considered before i hadn't sat with it before Mm -hmm. and i liked sitting with it and thinking of it and i agree thank you cheers i would love to hear more compliments if you want to keep going Okay, um, you beautiful, can brilliant, <laughs> smart, visionary, just her mind. Like, yeah, she is my just, brain. like, thinking. Like, mm-hmm. So, for in the first tw- time in, in her 30, life. 2020, <laughs> she is in 2020, we are in 2021. Mm, yeah, that's me. Hi. <laughs> 100 years in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Julie just had her drink everywhere. It's great. I didn't. You got clothes. No, you got clothes. Yeah. I'm really good at not doing sit takes. <laughs> I love that for you. I had training when we used to hang out at IRL. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Used to. Right now we are. <laughs> Crazy. Well, wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I'm not behind a screen, which is fun. Yeah. 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 Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, no, I think that, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that you were in a place where you could have chosen to read this book. And then you said, I'm going to read Shakespeare. But I think it, it is. And that's your personality. That's on brand. You've cultivated yeah. cultivated persona and i think it's I brave of you to stick to it very young and i was like yeah i don't choose much to do about nothing okay much to do about nothing slaps though uh-huh. i also read that in grade 12 i also Love read that it. in grade 12 oh, and then we watched stop. it because my english teacher wanted to watch it's the movie with the hot people oh my god was it the newer like, it's keanu Martin reeves movie? right yeah yeah okay. and emma thompson and um is it you mcgregor yes yeah she was like I loved my grade 12 English teacher. She was wonderful. I loved her so much. And she was like, we're going to read this book because I want to watch this movie because the people in it are hot. And I was like, you are so right. This is very valid. That's also the reason that we read the screenplay for Posh, (laughs) which was a good screenplay. It was a great, it was a great thing to study, but because we got to watch the movie Mm -hmm. with Jon Snow. Um, Also known as Kit Harrington. Harrington. Yeah. Very sexy. Very loved him for a long time. So, so, yes, yeah, but I, I didn't. So I didn't have to write an essay about it. But if I would, if you would have written an essay, if I had, I mean, I can't tell you what that girl, how many years ago, yeah, God, written about. I don't want to. Probably a comparison essay. Shut up. <laughs> Is it a comparison no. essay? Oh, okay, that's fun. Called "Programmatic Escape: An Ooh. Analysis of the Shortening Attention Span in Fahrenheit 451." So just, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah essay about shortening attention spans and people seeking out happiness from inescapable inescapable media yeah. and like tailoring algorithms and like comparing like it's like tiktok i'm like oh yeah and 451 like yeah no one has an attention span and your algorithm like it breeds a shorter I told one you one time one of my friends said what does your for you page look like and i was like why do you want to know like that is like one of the most personal questions. No, it literally is. And it felt very invasive, but also like I love her, so I told her because like, no, of course, I love yeah. her. But like I was Some like, people get to know. Imagine, like the invasiveness of, of like a person. Like imagine being on a first date and they're like, "So what is your for you page?" No, okay. I'd be like, "Hey, imagine go. My ten years ago. Me. Imagine ten years ago being like, "Hey, this question is going to represent you entirely as a person, and it's going to be way too personal to ask." Way What's your feed look like on a social media site? <laughs> Whoa! Because the algorithm is tailored to you, and when like we, we have a TikTok account, you should follow us on TikTok, and I, you probably do because you listen to this podcast. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm seeing it today. We posted one that was like a minute long, and it's got significantly less view. Not that I count that. I really don't. Mm, yeah. I don't care about validation from strangers. Because <laughs> I was literally gonna say, like you were telling me when we were starting this podcast, you were like, you need to. Like, shorter videos get more views because, yeah. like... The algorithm favors things that you watch all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And if you don't... And I know I'm guilty of this. I will decide whether or not I want to watch a video in less than a second. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's longer than 30 seconds, I usually don't watch it all the way to the end. I usually... Yeah. I mean, I also have ADD. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best sample size. <laughs> it's a confirmed diagnosis. Hi, everyone. I'm not just one of those people on the internet, but it's fine. But also, um, there's a lot of people like that on there's a lot TikTok. There's like, that. like, I have ADD. I can't watch this all. Yeah, exactly. And uh-huh. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. But I whatever. I, don't I speak for them. But also, yeah. like, like, you don't watch videos that are longer. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing it now. Like, we posted one today that was a minute long, and people are not watching it. It has significantly less views. It's less favored by the algorithm because it's longer. Yeah, and it's like, they also okay. They the algorithm. They did, yeah. Very recently. It's weird. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's harder for small accounts to get on the party page. We're not talking for small about accounts. That. It's fine. Follow us, and we won't be. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, so Please it's like a whole us thing. So that we don't well, only no. have fourteen-year-olds following us. Yeah, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to really not be doing that. It's I don't know how to feel about that, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. yeah. Anyways, we don't promote underage drinking, and if you are not of legal age to drink in don't your country, drink. don't do it. But we're drunk right now. Um, we are twenty two. Oh yeah. my god, you're twenty two. We're now. both twenty two. I know it's crazy. Oh my god. Mm. Um, so we can drink almost anywhere except like India. So like, fuck off. Where is what's the legal age? In, in- I'm like ninety percent sure it's twenty five. Jesus fucking Christ, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I kill myself. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not sure. No, okay, but but like I'm I'm just imagining this now. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not gonna fact check you. I'm I don't care enough to actually look it up because I'm now imagining three more years before you can legally buy alcohol. No, you're right. You are 100 yes. percent right. I think that's a so, great lens to view that through, and especially in yeah, terms of this, because it's, like, cause it's cause all about you know, you, the quote I would pull is that one TV show where they scramble the words in the mouth yep. to insert your name into for engagement. Yeah, for, for engagement. engagement. And so I'm like, if that's not like foretelling, not like it's not like sorry words. No, I see my you. words are going faster than my tongue. Try it again. Say thoughts. Um, take a second. Take a breath. Take a thought. If the, I feel like that's a really like good guess as to how our society is where it's like very tailored algorithms tailored to your taste uh we want the most engagement so we're going to tailor mm-hmm. cater to exactly all your needs like that they didn't have algorithms they didn't have tiktoks they didn't have quick 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 no but, here it is i found it thanks life is immediate the job counts pleasure lies all about after work life is immediate it is immediate they, if you yes. it's not if it's not happening in the instant second that you were watching i don't want to pay attention mm-hmm. right like that's what we're slowly being bred towards like, An instant oh gratification. Oh I just had a comparison. It Please do. Yeah. my mind. Okay. Um, so, you know how, like, the TV, like, inserts your name yeah. into the show? Your name fanfics? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Oh, I fucking <laughs> so love having one that. brain cell. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to, like, One Direction. Like, oh, God. Hey, your name. I'm going to donate my heart. <laughs> there was that one. It was, about Harry. it was about Harry Styles. I can't remember it now. I can't imagine after, but in Ray Bradbury's world, so it's literally your name no <laughs> oh my god pov videos pov videos pov videos but like it's those ones that are like like earnest oh. in the like i love you like ew oh. asmr boyfriends <gasps> asmr boyfriends are oh a thing god, yes oh my god hi welcome to fahrenheit 451 <laughs> we live in it actually we actually just live here yeah. it's the f- oh that's Find gross your billionaire and go to space with them yeah, fuck Get out. Uh, and then launch yourself out of that rocket. God, <laughs> I launch don't be them here. out of it, please. Please, Jeff Bezos, would you be blown up? I love it. <laughs> I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago, and they were like, "You know what? Jeff Bezos is the opportunity to do the funniest thing anybody has ever done. They have the he's the opportunity to make that hilarious." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're so right. God, imagine just blowing himself up. That's so <laughs> fucking so funny." Fucking funny. <laughs> I'm not threatening anybody, and I'm not saying that it would be funny if anyone died. But also, oh my fucking god, that'd be he's so. He's not a person anymore. He's just you know, he's an entity. He doesn't. He's a character. Anyway, what would you write about? Oh god, I don't know. No one would write about that. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, we'll just plagiarize each other because we only about brain. I love that. I love that. My little note. My little post-it. Um. I have one essay title format, and I'm realizing this because every week I try to make a new one, and it's always the same format. It goes, quote, colon, expansion. (laughs) Um, Here it is again. This funny thing. Big emotions and the capacity of creation. Mm -hmm. Because 
everything okay so everything in fahrenheit is about destruction right and i it's what really calls out to me is that moment when he's in the forest at the very end and he sees the fire and he's like i don't i almost don't recognize it because it's being used for creating warmth rather yeah. than destroying items mm-hmm. i love that he's like the vibes are off and i'm i don't understand out. it like i truly don't understand how you can use fire for anything but destruction right but then he but then he's feeling all these feelings and what Uh stood out to me is there's this quote from kim kranz and she's an author and an artist and she did the wild unknown tarot deck she's like a witch um she's really cool she wrote this book pretty tarot deck yeah yeah she wrote this book um called blossoms and bones and it's like a it's a graphic memoir about her life but she i was listening to an interview with uh, with her about this book recently and she was talking about how she like she was really struggling and she was going through like recovering from like a binge eating disorder and like miscarriages and like breaking off of like her whole marriage like she was like going through like a midlife crisis and she was like and i had this huge feeling of emotion inside of me and i knew that it wanted to become something because that's what it always is right like mm-hmm. when you're feeling like overwhelmed it's because some or like when you have like those like really huge feelings of like despair and depression and all it's because something wants to become something mm-hmm. and that's what happens to montag here Yes. Right? Like, he feels so overwhelmed by this woman, like, burning herself to the ground with her house. Yeah. And he doesn't know, he doesn't understand it. And then he learns. And then he, like, he's like, oh, I have, like, this huge feeling. I can't go to work. Like, I don't understand how to process these emotions. And it's because it wants to become something. And as soon as he takes on that task of being a living library, like, it, as soon as he begins to create rather than destroy, he starts to feel more at peace with himself. And I just really want to analyze that, especially in terms of that quote. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Like something like big in. feelings Pull are like in. always it's because they always want to become something. And so she wrote this book and that's why. Uh-huh. Anyways, it's so fucking good. I just I, I just want to think about like creation, destruction metaphors in here. Yes. And oh, in terms of emotions. Yeah. That. Right. Well, it always is. It always is. It always is. Um, You're really good at choosing. Thank you. Essays Same. that you can back up. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I would write about this. I don't know how, but I would. No, you would. You would, though, because everything, there's that whole, the, the whole lecture from Beattie is about how people's attention spans wane. Yeah. And they I were bred to. Yeah. You'd be fine. You've picked plenty of, I you've picked something with plenty of. Too. Yeah, you've been there. You've been around the block. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And you're so fucking smart. We're both so fucking smart. Hi, welcome to getting our heads inflated. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to compliment me again? <laughs> oh my um, god, you brilliantly, masterfully craft essay concepts. This That's has been an episode perfect. of Getting Literate. Are you really ending it? What else is there to say? You usually say parting thoughts. Do we have parting thoughts? No. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Katie. I'm brilliant. And that's Julia. She's also brilliant. Thanks for getting literate with us. Sleep tight. Don't let the ego bite. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms. And follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. literate.